Skeleton Crew 2020 Halloween Special. <laughs> Time is here. I am so excited for this pick. Uh, not only just for myself, but I have been dying to talk about this movie with with the skeleton crew. So uh, let's get into it. Parasite from 2019. Uh, this I don't know if you heard of it, but uh, it won the Oscar for uh, for best picture. I believe one of the first foreign films to do it, either ever or in a very long time. And the first. The first. Thank you, Jamie. (laughs) Uh, Greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan. Um, This is a movie I always heard about um, leading up to it. There's a big debate on whether this is even a horror movie or not. And so thank you guys for for (laughs) reviewing it here on The Skeleton Crew. and I, I am so excited to hear you guys' thoughts on this because um, I know I've been trying to get – I've been trying to hear Jamie's thoughts on it for a while. Um, you haven't really tipped your hat as to whether you liked it or not. And Alex, I, <laughs> I, I am dying to hear what you got to say about this. Uh, written and directed by – see if I get this name right – Bong Joon-ho. That's right. I picked a movie – by a director named Bong. Bong. Wow, how fitting. <laughs> how fitting indeed. I'll say this about this guy too. When they were at the Oscars, um, you know, he had his translator. He was so excited to be there. He was following around Quentin Tarantino like a fanboy. Like I just I loved this movie, not knowing anything about it, you know, obviously not having any any preconceived notions of it or whatever. And I got to say, after all said and done, after it won the Oscar, and I, I do believe it it should have won the Oscar as well, um, I, I love this guy so much more. And I'm so excited to see what he does next with it. But um, I'm, I'm just, I'm dying to know. Uh, I want to start with Jamie. Jamie, what are your thoughts, general thoughts on Parasite from 2019? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is how timely it is. Considering right now, we as a world are in a place where there is definitely a distinction between people with money and people without as far as how people are individually handling quarantine and lockdown and things like that. And there has been a lot of discussion about celebrities saying things like we're all in this together why while they are quarantined in their mansions with their pools and, you know, and they're private chefs and whatever. I don't have uh, sauna Hugh Jackman. Yeah, right. Um, now, while I don't begrudge them those things, and I, and I think, you know, good for them that they are able to be in comfort and style, but it there was one specific scene in this film that really brought that to mind, and it's when, you know, there is a, the, the Kim family is 
subjected to a flood where water is just pouring into their windows because they live in a basement and like poop water is coming up out of the toilet because it's all sewage. (laughs) It's disgusting. And they're having to wade through this and they're having to fight this. And then they go to work. Uh, the, the father goes to drive this rich woman around and he's listening to her on the phone saying, oh, well, the, since all the rain, the pollution's down and the grass is so green. It's a, it's such a beautiful day. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. That right there is the difference. And right. I honestly started to cry. At yeah. Like this, it's so, ah, it's so nail on the head. Right. As far as looking at the differences between different classes and really how oblivious they mm-hmm. can be to what's mm-hmm. going on around them. Cause she's completely oblivious to that. You know, she's bummed because their camping trip was canceled. You know, meanwhile, these people are being flooded out of their homes. So <laughs> right. it's, uh, it, it just, uh, it really just blew me away. It really did. I was in love with it. It's funny. It's mm-hmm. dark. Uh, it's, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a horror film to me. It's like a, uh, like a, honestly, it's like a family, not a family comedy, but I'm like, it's a, <laughs> a about, about family. Um, it's like a comedy or like a, uh, like it's a family, dra- it's a family drama with a lot of dark comedy. Right. And it gets really dark toward mm-hmm. the end. And I appreciate that. So in the very beginning, like through majority of the film, it's just like this, this family drama. And there are a lot of funny, there's a lot of funny stuff, but then you get to the end and it goes dark. And I was like, Oh my Keeps God. Going. You know? yep. So, but I like that. I like it a lot. I really had a good time with this. And then I cried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Alex? Uh, Well, I will start off by saying Hulu does not think this is a horror film. And Dan Dan thought I must have been, like, out of my mind when he first suggested to watch this because I had nothing but questions because we start off and it says, uh, I go to Hulu and I put Parasite and it says comedy movie. And I'm like, huh, this doesn't seem right. I was like, there's no way. I was like, hey, Dan, is it Parasite, like, on Hulu, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So then all of a sudden I start watching and I'm and all of a sudden I'm reading subtitles. I'm like, huh, he didn't mention anything about that. Comedy and there's subtitles. Me let me just double check. Hey, is there subtitles in this? And you were like you asked me like three different ways. <laughs> like I forget how exactly you worded it. But you were like, Dude, are you sure? And then you were like, subtitles? I said, Yup. Yeah, because I was like, listen, if I'm gonna read two hours of subtitles, this better be the right movie. I'm just telling you that much right now. But then the kicker was I was like, I don't think Alice wants to watch this movie. Oh, I, yeah, I know, I know. And then and then 45 minutes in, I, I wrote to him and I go, hey, Dan, so, so far, all they did was try to get jobs. Are you sure this is a horror movie? And he goes, um, horror elements. So, so it, it really sounded like I'm trying to not watch this or something, but that's not the case at all. Well, no, because then you couldn't, Hulu wouldn't let, you couldn't log into Hulu. I was like, come on. I was like, what are you talking yeah, then my app kept failing, and it, and then he must have thought I was really trying to get out of this. And I'm like, yep. listen, I see, I even sent screenshots and everything, but uh, no, dude, this director, 
He he is actually uh, great. He did the host, Memories of yep. Murder, Snowpiercer, Okja. Like this is is huge. This guy he he has mastered filmmaking. His shots, the way he presents stories, the little nuances he puts in, the way he films things, the way he has you see things through people's eyes, um, the way the rain looked to one person compared to how it looked to another person, the, right. the expressions on the face that you don't have to hear or say anything, but you know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And I want to point out one of the things Jamie pointed out when the lady was talking about the rain and how it interrupted this or that or it took down the the smog or whatever in the air and um, this guy is, you know, getting flooded out of his house. What I want to point out is, although, yeah, they point out how rich people just have no idea what's going on in the world because their lives are really great and horrible things are happening to other people, they did it in such a way and it was shot and written in such a way the rich people were not obnoxious at all and they weren't dumb at all. At all, like they, no, they even say they're nice. They even like you know they right. they even bring up how nice she is, and they're like you know, and then she's like, well, if I had that much money, I could afford to be nice too, you know. Like, <laughs> but they're not bad people, right? The mom is more cynical. Uh, the the poor mom is more cynical yeah. than than that. You know, she has that snarky, sarcastic uh, side to her, and the daughter has a touch of it, but. They didn't portray everybody in a very typical, like, uh, you know, cookie-cutter way of how rich people are and how poor people are. It almost was the other way. It almost seemed like the poor people came off a little bit more like rich people would. And then the rich people, you know, came off differently, too. So it was uh, interesting. But, like, the the house in this movie, I mean, by the time you're, like, you know, two-thirds into this, you feel like you live there yourself. Yep. You become so familiar. The house becomes a character. And, it's, and it is a character at that point. Once you get to this underground layer that... This is a spoiler for you, isn't it? Yes. Oh, it is? Yeah. Sorry. And, and, I, and I totally agree with everything that you said. And while the, the focus is on you know the rich people, and I think it's very accurate, I think it's also accurate of how conniving and sinister people without money can be. And obviously the whole point of this movie is, you know, what – what they would do to get to that point, you know, and it, it starts slowly, right? It starts with, it starts with tutoring, right? And then it grows. And then, and then you, you quickly find out what the plot is too. And that's one thing about this movie though, because I'm not big on foreign films. Like it, it's hard to follow for me just because subtitles, whatever, this was literally the easiest movie to follow. And as I'm watching it and as I'm watching it unfold, I had no idea where it's going to go. And I'm glad that you guys said that about the horror movie aspect of it. it. This isn't straight up horror at all. It definitely has elements. I know there's one shot in this movie with the fucking guy with his head sticking his head up. That fucking shot alone is more horrific than 90% of the horror out today. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's it's not only, you know, uh, about class and, and the rise and, and what you would do to get there, the diabolical nature of people. Also, though, it's like because these people don't have money, they have to resort to ways and they're very cunning and they're very 
They're very witty and they're very adaptable, obviously. And I loved watching them. They felt like the villains, you know, from that first shot in the beginning where they're trying to get Wi-Fi, where they're trying to when they're trying to get, you know, and it's like, oh, okay. Like you can kind of relate to that. You know, I've been really broke before shit. I was really broke like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so it's like, it's like you can see it and you're like, oh wow. Like the horrible kind of shitty nature of people just comes out like that. And they kind of pray, prey on people like this and to see it all evolve the way it did. I thought it was it was one of the coolest experiences ever. And then it won the Oscar. And I didn't know how to feel about that because that, you know, depending on who you ask, that's a whole thing in itself. Like, go oh, fuck the Oscars. You get those people. But oh, yeah. But at the same time, at least, you know, it's 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 a decent film. Like th- this isn't like killer clowns from out of space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it won four awards, I I thought. It did. It won four Oscars, man, and it's incredible. Like, when I watched it, it it literally made me feel things. Like, so many different scenes. Um, I'll go to one scene, too, where, you know, Lacey and I were talking about this. I've never seen kind of a, a sex scene, like a love scene, done kind of so accurately like so true to life i was thinking the same thing i was Ah. exactly the same thing it wasn't it didn't feel staged or you know like people were trying to look hot or polished or anything like that it was really normal and really really accurate and really (laughs) natural yes you know yes what did you think about that scene alex Oh, it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it, it was it was too realistic in a way, and the whole circumstance of what was going on during it. Right, the kids. Oh well, yeah. Right. <laughs> what a way to bring everything. You know, you could put all this stuff on paper, man, but if you have a director that could bring these types of scenes to life and create the tension that was created. During, you know, to put it all together like that, like, I just can't gush over this cinematography enough. It It's almost, dare I say, perfection in a way. Yes. It, it's almost perfect in, in that sense. Yeah, everything that they're, they're trying to bring to life and bring you along for the journey for, it all conveys properly. Yes. It's interesting because... Hey. Huh? Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm gushing over what you're saying. Continue. I'll shut up. It's crazy because I saw this in a really horrible circumstance. Like, I kept having to stop this movie. So I watched it on four separate occasions. And, uh, and you know, the one of them was in between the, my app not working. And this is to its credit. Through all that... I was completely invested and along for the ride every second that this movie was playing. And nothing took me out of it. Nothing distracted me and nothing took the focal point, you know, like away from what's going on. It's just like something if I if I had to describe why you should watch this movie, I would say like you might be turned off by hearing it's all subtitles and it's two hours of reading and all that type of stuff and it's, you know, foreign or whatever. But I'll tell you, man, like, it might be a hard sale if I was trying to get my wife to watch this. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to be this. But trust me, at the end, you'll feel this. You know, 
just do it. Just sit through it, no matter how hard that might be for you. I know a lot of people don't dig subtitles. Break it up into four ways like I did by accident because I was at work. (laughs) Do it on purpose (laughs) if you need to. But by the time this is over, you're going to go, you know what? I'm better off for watching this. Oh, yeah. Little things, too, like the scene where the Mr. Kim, the father, is trying to get a job as the driver for the rich people. Mm-hmm. So they go to the Mercedes dealership so he can get familiar with the with the inside of a Mercedes Benz, you know, right. so he won't look like a novice when he goes to get this job. Like those are that's a little detail, but it was brilliant. You yes. know, just it was I don't know. I I mean, they're all just in the car going, okay, now this and this. And okay. Oh, is that like a touch screen? And he's like, yeah, and yeah. I just, I, I loved it. I loved it. And then Brian goes, as he goes, <laughs> as, uh, as resourceful as these people are, I kind of find it hard to believe they didn't have jobs before. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, what? Why like, now? True. <laughs> yeah. You guys are just hanging out in the basement all your life for what reason? But it, and it also like when, I really like the way the rich people came off too. like when they invited the girl over for the birthday party and even the driver. Um, and they said, we'll pay you overtime and stuff like that. Like, and even when she told the husband, he goes, ah, good. Normal rich people are pretty snobby and they want, they're pretty stingy and they don't want to really give extras or anything or be, be generous with their money and everything. So everybody came off very different than you would expect. And it, it only added to the movie. Right. By not making them stereotypes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, it made, I think, I think both sides were very sympathetic in their own ways. Yeah. And right. the, like, as far as the rich family, I didn't, I didn't hate them. Even when you've got this poor family who's doing all this conniving stuff to get these jobs, the, like as far as like getting other people fired, like that whole TB thing. Oh my god! Oh uh, like, god! But the <laughs> but the rich people they didn't want to embarrass the people that they were getting rid of. So rather than bring right. up the reason that they were actually firing them, they would come up with another reason to get rid of them, just because they didn't want to do that. You know, because they're not they're not mean people. They're nice people. <laughs> so right. you feel for I you know I kind of feel for all of them. You know, it was it was really just it's uh, i love when a movie makes me do that absolutely now the the plot itself is exactly what we've been talking about you know one by one they start replacing um you know the rich people's help in conniving ways that you know they get the they get the one lady fired um and that even that with the are they oranges or something the some peaches. Kind of fruit? Peaches. peaches peaches yes millions, millions of, of peaches. peaches peaches for me uh, but yeah, that that was a cool way to do that even as well. So, you know, I'm wondering where this is going. So basically, they all replace everything. You know, you said the the dad's a driver, you got you got the kids being tutored, you got all these all the bases covered, you know. So they they have fully infiltrated this. Now, at this point I'm like, where is this going to go? I I figured okay, you know, since it's talked about in the horror community and and, and I'm thinking this is going to go dark and they're going to just like take their identities or something like that. You know, I'm like my mind's kind of leaning towards that. And then that original maid comes back and that's where the plot really opens towards oh, the end. there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, I thought I was watching us where they're just going to be replaced. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening here? 
Exactly. So, and I'm thinking, okay, this isn't going to end well for her, but like, I, I have kind of an idea where this is this is going. Oh no, you mentioned the fucking basement earlier. <laughs> so yeah, she's so she's been hiding her husband down there because he owes money, I believe, to loan sharks, and and it, he's just happy as a fucking clam to be there. <laughs> No. Respect. <laughs> respect. Yeah, respect, he right? says. Now, yeah. I want to ask you guys, what do you feel about um, <laughs> the ending here where the uh, – not to get to the end, but I just want to discuss it though. Where the guy, um, you know, he's going around at the end and he's – well, I don't know how many spoilers you want to give away because you're right. Probably most people haven't watched this, so go to Hulu and check it out. So I'll be vague about it, but the people who have seen it will know what I mean. So what the guy's doing at the end party, what the driver dad does to the main dad of the rich, the rich dad, why do you why do you think he did that? Is it just because of when he did the sniffing like yep. that it basically what he was he thought that was looking down on him and he just couldn't take that anymore? Is that what we're supposed to get out of that? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, and, yeah. And he snapped. He snapped. But it's he, like, but he never was treated poorly. That's what I found strange. No, about. but he, but, he, he never said anything to his face, and neither right. did she. But he, when he, when they were hiding under the table, and he heard them discussing it, he knew that's how they really felt. So then he starts, he he starts noticing these things, like every time they hold their nose, every time they like, <laughs> roll open down the window. window in the car. <laughs> You know, he notices that. And then at the end, if you'll notice, like the the, the very scene you're talking about, mm -hmm. when the guy, the rich guy is going to, because the keys have fallen under right. the body. And so when he's going to get the keys, he's holding his nose. And it's like he doesn't want to try to, like he's not trying to, even in that moment, right. even, even in that moment when yep. the guy is dead i'm right. not gonna say who but when the guy is dead the uh the rich guy is concerned about the smell right. so it's right. it's <laughs> that is what like that's what pushes him over the edge and he's just right. like you know what fuck you dude like i'm i am so sick of this and i get it like i understand where he's coming from i understand how this has been like needling him and every time he sees them roll down a window and every time he now knows why before right. he probably they were probably doing it and he never noticed but exactly. now he knows yeah but he only smells like a, a washcloth i mean is that really an insult <laughs> when you boil a rag <laughs> yeah. yeah like what is the problem like so what i'd say gee i smell like a boiled rag well they um they did mention too the smell of a the smell of a basement right and that's Musty. a very interesting yeah. smell and I've known people who smell that way. Like, yeah. and it's, it's like, there are places like, okay, I had a friend who yeah, JP knows them. <laughs> I had a, I had a friend who lived in her place for a long time with no power. And it was, ugh, and it just got the smell was, uh, it's not like a rotten food smell or like a dead right. smell or anything. It is a basement smell. That's exactly yep. what it is. And it gets into everything. It gets into the fabric. It gets even into the non-porous stuff. If she brings something out of her house, that's right. what it's going to smell like. Right. And you can't get <laughs> rid clothes. of it. Yeah. You know? So 
it's like I know I'm very very well acquainted with that smell, and I know what he, no, I know with her, and it's like a powerful thing. But the person themselves probably don't even notice it because they live in it, you know. Right. Right. So it's like if you know people with pets and they don't, you know, they oh might god, s- when it smells like cat piss in the whole house or something, or, or in the basement at least. <laughs> yeah, and they they might not even know it. No, you know? they don't even have a cat. Yeah, they're like what cat. So, uh, wow. So, Parasite. Yeah, amazing. It's on Hulu. Guys, how do you rate this one? Jamie? Straight up five. Uh, it yes. is deserving of all the, it's deserving of all the accolades that it got. I absolutely adore it. Nice. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely a five, man. There's, there's some imagery in this movie that that is is so memorable. And the cinematography, like you said, the house as a character, um, the two families, the dynamic, obviously, you know, the, the the subtext of the movie of class and what what people will do to get there and, and just everything about it was so perfect. And like Alex said, it's the way it was delivered. You know, that build up to that end where she's cooking the Ramdan and she does it perfect. <laughs> What's Ramdan? I don't. I didn't even know before this, but I want some now. It looks good though, man. Yeah. That was. She's like, yeah. I'm like eight minutes away. I'm like, oh no, we're about to get into the finale, and what a hell of a finale it was. And oh my god, what a movie! And then and it was and like then, Ferris Bueller moment, right? Yes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to jump it on trampolines and shit. So it was amazing. I thought this movie. You know, it's it's so hard when you get when you get the Oscar for Best Picture thrown in there, too. That just throws everything for a tailspin. It's like, oh, everybody wants to snub their nose to it or whatever. But I'll tell you, everybody that I've talked to, mostly everyone, um, they've loved it. And and I I can't agree more. And I'm so glad that, that you loved it, Jamie. But did Alex love it? I cannot deny a five again. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It, there was no, This movie leaves you with nothing to be desired. I'm so happy right now. Literally, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, like, I couldn't believe it. As even midway through it, once things developed and the woman comes and says, hey, I left something in the basement and all that. Once that plot thickens, it's like, ooh, wow, where, where are we going here? And and it just got so intense and at that point, you're so familiar with these characters. They did such a good job. And I love the subtlety of their acting, too. Yep. I love that it felt very lived in. Like, these four people felt like a real family to me. Like, mm-hmm. let's not forget, these are just actors who are just punching a clock and pretending to be someone else. But, like, in this moment, when you're watching this, I didn't feel that way. I felt these people, these people are family. And... Uh, the obnoxious wife, and even and the weird scene when the guy like smashes the drink when they're drinking uh, whiskey, and he's making like he's gonna hurt his wife, and then he's like, "See, did you believe me?" You know, like <laughs> just all these weird things that just made it very personal and very um, lived in. I guess it was all I could really think of saying. Like, it's just an experience, and when you're done, you feel like you that was a fucking ride. That's a movie, <laughs> right? And you don't even know what to say at that point. You know, it's like, wow, this is how good movies are. I didn't, I haven't noticed that in a while. 
<laughs> I wonder why these things win awards when they're good. Yes! Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now to hear you say that. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, I guess we have to go pretty spoiler-free. I will uh, fix anything I might have said in post-production, and uh, because this is definitely one, it's not like, you know, something else we reviewed this month where everybody has seen it. So, yeah, we right. definitely recommend go to Hulu while it's on there. Parasite. Yes. 